This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about and haven't had a chance to shout about on the show so far. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's Hand Cell is Disability Visibility, First Person Stories from the 21st Century by Alice Wong. Let's hear from our sponsor first. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Books. Do y'all like Caribbean mythology? What's more, a thriller inspired by Caribbean mythology? If you do, I got something for you. A must-read thriller that draws from the darkest corners of Caribbean mythology from acclaimed author Sarah Das, who crafts a chilling tale of magic, murder, and how far we'll go to protect what's ours. It's perfect for fans of Angeline Bully and Tiffany D. Jackson. So, unlike other people on the small island of St. Virgil, Selena Da Silva does not believe in magic. She has a logical mind. She likes botany. She wants to study pharmacology. But then her mother gets sick and she's tethered to the island and she has to make money. So what does she do? She cons a couple gullible tourists with these useless talismans and phony protection rituals. But then one of the tourists ends up dead and at the center of a strange string of murders. And the truth Selena has been denying can no longer be avoided. There is evil lurking in the forest that surround St. Virgil. Now, to find out what that evil is, make sure to pick up It Waits in the Forest by Sarah Das. And thanks again to Disney Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest-paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. All right. In my continued quest to highlight books that have come out during the you know summer of COVID so the authors can't do book tours or promote them as they usually would, I'm continuing to try to highlight those books. And this is one of them. Disability Visibility came out in June from Vintage. And this is an anthology collection of essays from different people, different writers and business people from all different walks of life and, and industries, not just like, you know, literary folk writing about their experience with disability living with disability, and Alice Wong is the editor. I picked this up because disability is a big blind spot in my personal reading. It's not something that until this year I really sought out. 
as I have in the past with books by people of color or books by LGBTQ authors. So this kind of felt like a next step for me. And so this book came out like the perfect year. Thanks. I personally appreciate (laughs) the timing of the release of this book. And as I was reading it, it was one of those reading experiences, you know, where you hit a viewpoint that you're unfamiliar with, and they're making a point that you don't know if you agree with, and you just have to sit with it, you know? And that happened to me And I would say more than half of these essays where they would be making points about accessibility, they would be making points about, you know, philosophies around abortion. There's a lot, there's a surprising to me, of course, not to the authors, amount of discussion of eugenics in this collection. And all of that was very uncomfortable for me and stuff that I, of course, never really had to consider, was never forced to consider because of I am able-bodied. And so this essay collection did exactly what I want from a collection of essays from a group of marginalized people. It opened my mind, which is not to say that people writing about their experience serves to enlighten the majority viewpoint. That's not the purpose. But that was what happened to me. And things that I learned, you know, in this book were just fascinating. I did not realize that disabled people in the U.S. are the largest minority. A quarter of the people living here, over 25%, right, of Americans are disabled. That is the largest minority group. But it's not one that we, or that I, anyway, often hear about. I think my favorite essay in this collection was from a Filipina fashion designer who makes clothing specifically for disabled trans and non-binary people. And the things that they had to work into or have to work into the clothes to make them both beautiful and fashionable and also accessible and comfortable, again, things that I never would have had to consider. And I went to to their website after I read the essay to look at the clothes. And they are, I mean, they're just beautiful. Like they're very colorful and flashy and attention grabbing, um, which is, you know, according to this essay, the opposite of really how fashion for people, you know, in wheelchairs or people who have sensory issues. It's the opposite of how fashion for those people have has been made in the past, which is like very baggy and unattractive and like, like you're trying to hide, which is not the point. So Kaya Brown has a piece in here. Of course, Alex Wong is the editor. There's a essay about abortion that I found particularly interesting because I'm a volunteer abortion rights activist. I am a clinic escort at an abortion clinic here in my hometown. And I feel very strongly about a woman's right to choose what happens to her body. And a counterpoint that I have heard in the past is that women who have abortions because they're told in ultrasounds or whatever, that the fetus is going to be born disabled is an, is an act of eugenics or that you know their fetus is going to have Down syndrome or something like that. And I have very much divorced myself from that conversation because I feel like I don't have I don't have the background to have an opinion about it. And there were both, I think I feel like both viewpoints that the woman should be able to, but that it's eugenics, both of those viewpoints were presented here. And I found that really hard to sit with, but also necessary and really interesting. So yeah, if you're looking to do some mental labor, man, or see yourself represented in a really fantastic collection of of work, I absolutely recommend this. All right, I'm gonna stop babbling. So that's Disability Visibility from Alice Wong. Thank you so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink. Thank you for listening. You can email us at getbookedatbookwrite.com, review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on the internet, mostly on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson and Jen, my co-host. You can find her on Twitter at Jen IRL and on Instagram at I am Jen IRL. That's Jen with two N's. And we will talk to y'all on Thursday. Thursday.